I am unashamed. What about you? You see, I, this is exactly He's like dreading, a, I anticipated dreading this. that it would make Jace nervous. Which I guess. Are we ready to start rolling? Yeah, well, Missy, put your ears on. Oh, sorry. You. It's mainly for you to hear you your level. Look, and you got to get used to it. Oh, yeah. You want to be being close to the mic. Yeah, see where I'm Three or four at. inches away. Yeah. Oh, God, these things. Do you have child ones? <laughs> My head is like <laughs> tiny. <laughs> Yeah, let's get the child cans. Up, Josh. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I'm as nervous right now as I've been. If there, in if years. there's child, look, look. <laughs> yeah, I had to, I had to adjust mine. Oh, they're all the way down. It's only on one side. Okay. No, it's not right here. <laughs> Help me, Lisa. I've never heard anybody ask for child. Uh, well, my, I have like a turtle head. Well, I think you should just run all this. <laughs> what? No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the, Missy sits down and starts asking for child earphones. Well, see, mine's got the little thing right here. Yours doesn't have that. You want to wear these? You want to? Can we just? Do y'all just want to not do this? No, we do want to do it because I want to throw you under the bus a couple of times. I'm usually not a high maintenance person, but I'm look. It's, really, that's well, that's all right. You look, you look fantastic. Can you hear? Can you hear yourself? Testing one, yeah, two, three. There you go. <laughs> I'm nervous right Why now. Why is it so funny? Ow. <laughs> because, I mean, I've been thinking about this for a while. There's, it's hard to make Jace nervous about something, but bringing Missy on the podcast God, has accomplished like it. ended your world. <laughs> Why are you here, man? <laughs> I just thought that, that's, that's not a threatening question. I, I was giving you the opportunity. It sounded a bit accusatory. <laughs> she's here to defend herself. You that's, throw her under the, the bus. That's the first thing she said. So she's I gonna, mean, so Jace tells Missy. Jace tells all these tales about you on the on these arguments y'all have, and so we yeah. obviously we only hear one side of the. So so I approached you a while back. I was like, you've got to come on to the pie. One is the our fans and listeners ask about you guys all the time. Tell us about the women. Why can't we see the wives? You know, because you know they're used to it from the show. Obviously, we're hidden away because you're nervous <laughs> to have us in public. Which think about how ironic that is. I just said I was nervous. I didn't say why. Well, why are you nervous? Why don't you tell the audience why you're nervous? Well, be. Uh oh. Yeah, that's, that's me. I thought I turned that off. Uh, yeah. Rookie move. The. Uh... Well, the fact that you started listening to the podcast. Period. That's why. Period. That's that was why. it. <laughs> well, so, is there something that you want to clarify? No, I just figured that if you, you know, we do a lot of talking. And even though, like, Jay came on and a little birdie told me that he had a different version of the story about the Sandhill Crane. Yeah. So I heard what he said. Complete false. <laughs> he got that totally wrong for the record. So anybody, the last time Jay was here saying that he did all the call and the, the you know, I never, I was doing a vocal rendition of the sound Sandhill Crane. Well, the way that went down, so I told, I said, Jace told the Sandhill Crane story and he's, and he said, so I said, you need to listen to it. He did. And he said, all, he just made up most yeah. of that story. He said, he, he made up. <laughs> making up the story. So I figured, you know, I've talked about you on the podcast. I try to be, we did a whole podcast about 
some argument y'all had, and then Jace made a list. I don't. I don't even that. remember. Wait a minute. I, I think I'm the one that should be nervous to be on here. I'm, I mean, you seem like you've got it all together. He made a whole list of rebuttals. I can't remember the. Oh, we do a lot of podcasts. Let's, let's move on. Okay. I, I don't so somebody needs it's, to tell me what episode that is. We would have to arc. Jay's telling so many Al. stories. Way to back your brother's play. <laughs> no, I, I do remember I fixed the dishwasher. I remember that. Yeah, that story. was a story. Okay, hold on. So, so With what the does the block. word fixed mean? Yeah, I want to hear that one. That's I a good one. I put two cinder blocks under, it was a balance issue. Let's don't go over this. It's really not that exciting. Okay. It's really not. And it's still there, it's, though. That's, I still have a cinder block under that, my well, fixed So I, asked, I I did an update on this story a while back. I said, are the cinder blocks still under the dishwasher? And, and he said yes. And so that shocked me because I thought that's very yeah. unmissy light to just leave the cinder blocks there. But you, oh, I left the house. I moved to Austin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have a guy, Missy, that can fix that for you. <laughs> no, I've seen y'all's guys. I've, so I'm I've not so sure it. it'll I, be any it's better. Fixed. And the cinder blocks are a reminder that I have a certain set of MacGyver skills <laughs> It's not my specialty. I wouldn't call him MacGyver. It's kind of a redneck MacGyver there. I'm about, he can take a toothpick and a stick of you know bubble gum and fix a build a nuclear bomb oil gasket. That's more like a Jimmy Red fix, I think. What you did to that? I'm I'm proud. So, well, what are we talking about today? Well, we're just talking about life, Jess. We're just we're just here to meander mm. and ponder. We we got the women on. We we have. <laughs> the, so men, nervous. the men that is our podcast is so man centric that I like having the ladies on. So mom and dad and Lisa and I were on one. It was very well received. So I've been wanting to have Missy on. Uh, what, Lisa and I have been battling mice. The, the freeze drove the mice into our house. What? Oh yeah. So so I didn't well, know we it. We do live in a trailer. Well, yeah, we do. Oh, you mean okay. we're in a we're in the we're in okay. the double okay. wide out back. Lisa's the <laughs> it's queen. It's a very nice trailer. It is. Oh, Lisa's yeah. the queen of my double wide, yeah. So, <laughs> well, so it's manufactured house. Manufactured house, that's right. Mm-hmm. We got to get uh, and it is nice. But uh so I noticed it because Lisa and I have been eating a lot of avocado. We love avocado. So I get up in the morning, I go in the avocados. I thought it was like some kind of fruit flies or something because it would be just the outs like it was shaved off the outside of the avocado. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at that and I'm thinking. That's when you should have called me yeah. because I don't, that kind of stuff does not, when I see that, because when we were kids, you were, you didn't get the the tracking hunting skills. <laughs> I was more of an instigator. That was my, but that I, was my talent. I'm always looking around our house at the dung of whatever animals well, that was the thing. I didn't see any. And no, but you if you're looking on a daily basis, I guess so. you, you because they always leave a trail. Well, it took me a week to figure it out. It was a it was a mouse. And so Well, you, I saw it. And it, well, <laughs> but you saw it a little after we figured out we had a mouse yeah. problem. So then we're like, so my deal was, look, I'm I'm, you know, I, I'm a person that's giving. I mean, if you just if you would live here and not eat my food or bother me or poop everywhere. I don't mind if they live in the walls. I mean, you know, what? I grew up out here. They lived in the walls all the time. Yeah. Uh, well, as I, long as they don't mess with me. I, no, I mean, but then I, they, I think we have to exercise our dominion as 
caretakers of the animal world. <laughs> Once you come into my house, well, that's you, the your life is at extreme risk. Because they're not paying rent. They're not you know, paying for the air conditioning. They came in to get warm. Which uh, again, you live in your place. I, you know, Lisa. Oh, these things. You know, so but then they got up on the counter. Now you're an intrusion. Mm-hmm. So we got to kill them, right? So Lisa and I, we have no. I should have called Jay. So we have no experience. So we we bought some mouse traps. We set the traps. Well, we set them wrong. So now this thing we're putting, well, the first two Al broke. I broke the first two trying to set them, and then I figured I set them right, and I and didn't. This is, this is borderline <laughs> embarrassing. <here. laughs> well, it is, and so I, wait till I get to the end of the story. So, so I set them out. They're eating like kings now because we're baiting the traps with peanut butter and avocado pieces, and and every day we come in, they've just eaten it off the thing, and it, and yeah. it didn't spring. This is this is all terrible. Three days of this. So finally, Tony comes over and Tony says, "Oh, I'm from Iowa. I'm used to my." So Tony sets the traps correctly. So first night, bam, got so him. Tony's skill set is that he's from Iowa. That's his skill set. That he can paint. <laughs> he knows. Hey, I'm from Iowa. Snow. I can catch mice. That's what he said. What That's that? exactly what he is said. Is it a corn thing? Does it have a lot of corn in Iowa? Well, I, I guess mean, we, we farmhouses maybe. We had them at the plantation because it's surrounded. If you're out by in the middle of nowhere right. until oh, we yeah. spray. Hey, do you insulation. remember? Tell the story, Jay. Speaking of my, and I'll finish my story in a minute. But tell the story about the trailer. Yeah, in, I think I've told this. Story I don't think we've before, told it on the podcast, but. This is where I developed the mouse catching skills because Phil had a camp. Now it was a trailer, but it was a trailer that they had gotten off the side of the road. Yeah, like, it wasn't as nice as that. We'll make that. I mean, it's literally somebody said, "Here, mm-hmm. take this," and Phil said, "I'll take it." I mean, it's I don't do that. You know, if I see a couch on the side of the road, <laughs> which, which by the way, we just passed four yeah, couches outside there for on reason. the way here. It's like when I'm walking through the woods and you run up on a t-shirt. You're like, I know there's a reason. Does see? that happen often? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and and whatever happened there, you, you don't want to touch so it. If you see any kind of man-made object on the side of the road or in the woods you stay way don't touch that (laughs) way away from don't touch that but phil takes this trailer puts it on a hill water starts coming up this is the duck hole we only use it for a camp and one of his buddies had been staying there like a week Mm -hmm. and when we put and he was from washington yeah yeah we pulled up and this guy had gone crazy I, I think he like, may have been crazy, but well, like no, most of but Dad's you could friends. tell something had happened, and he's like the rats. He kept mumbling about mice and rats. I, we opened the door, and I would say two dozen went scampering. I said, "I need some mouse traps." So I go up, get some mouse traps, and look. When I, I I said about when I got to about the third one, I'm setting. I got two dozen mouse traps. The first one went off. I was like, well, hey, buddy. <laughs> and this went on for 48 hours. Called over 200. Just... And then you, somebody said you got the glue pad, which is how we finally got mm-hmm. ours. But and and, could, and it just covered that. them. I yeah. mean, they were just like crawling on top yes. of each other. On they top. drag it. Yeah. They drag so it. eventually, so then we went to the poison. And so, because, but that was a bad move because they go to water, which we figure we're surrounded by water, but they all went to the, the hot water tank. And what happened was they literally insulated the walls. They they died so much they became insulation because <laughs> the smell started going. So Phil started ripping the wall. The uh, yeah, just the looking, sheetrock. and it was the solid 
dead mice. And I said, what are we going to do? And Phil's like, burn it. <laughs> we literally, that, that's how we left that hole, with a trailer on a hill in flames. It was the war of the mice. You know, sometimes all you could do is just burn it down. Just I mean, that's it. all that's left. I remember, this is, you may not even remember this, it's been a long time ago when we lived in our house on Swiss Street, so that's been... 25 plus years ago before children that was your first house that was our first house and so it was a little wood frame house and you know we remodeled it through the years that we lived there just to basically get it livable we bought it off hud like we had to you know the hud housing association where you had to like put in a bid all of that so we were super proud of our first house well, I'm, I don't know if y'all know my fetish with, like, I, I can't do bugs. I don't like yeah. bugs. I don't like anything to do with them. I That's like, why you married me. That's one of the few I, skills I married an exterminator, I basically. So here, I give I him a chance. I didn't know you had a bug. Though. Oh, I, oh. I don't do, I don't like them. When, it, when he would take oh. me out on the boat to go, like, on the river, I'm looking at that boat, and I'm like, I don't want to get in that boat. There's more dangerous things to me in that boat. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff crawling around. Uh-uh. The boat. I'm like, I'm, I'm like making myself the smallest <laughs> I can possibly be sitting on that seat, and I'm just I, like what Jay says. I have my head on a swivel. On a, on a, what do you call it? Swivel. On a swivel. Yes. <laughs> I'm just looking, but in our house on Swiss, we had those water bugs. It's an old house up on blocks, you know, and. I cannot stand those water. We call them roaches, but they're those big, black, ugly water bugs. Yeah, they're big. Fat. They're like over an inch or two the one long. That, the same one that crawled in Willie's ear. That, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I, yes, different Another story. story. <laughs> okay. So I, we got, you know, we're trying these different exterminating companies and they're just not doing what I feel like should be done, which means eliminate them. We get a new exterminating company. And all of a sudden, they are inside the house, like even more. So I go to bed. I don't know if you remember this. I hey, go to the bed. 30 years of marriage okay, have been filled with screams and terror over bugs. I actually have a J scream Yeah. that when I, when I scream his name, he comes with a fly swatter. Like it's something in, in me that. Or some sort of weapon. Something. So you, you know, you know, at this point that there's some kind of uh, he's coming to kill some something. kind of varmint. Yeah. Is, yeah. Is there. And, I've had yeah. people over and the scream happened and they're like, what in the world? I'm like, it's a creature. It's, yeah. It's something with claws or <laughs> hair. Hang on. Let's take a break. So, OK, so I go to bed because you were playing poker one night. And so I went to bed by myself and there comes a water bug crawling on the headboard over my head. Mm-hmm. And so I call you. I don't, I don't know cell phone yet. I'm call, I'm finding out where you are. I call over there. You get on the phone. I'm like, you have to come kill this bug. <laughs> I can't go to sleep. You're like, are you seriously telling me that I have to get in the truck <laughs> and drive over there and find this water bug? You were not happy. I said, yes. <laughs> Did I come? 
and you came. <laughs> At that point, our marriage probably depended on it because I had to go to work the next day and you know how I am about my sleep. So I was like, it has to happen. And you came and I don't think you talked to me the rest of the night. You were mad, but Did I was I like, I have to, you killed the bug and I was able to go back to sleep. So this is in your first couple of years of marriage because yes. that was pretty oh, early in this situation. Boy. Yeah. Yes. I just can't believe I did that. <laughs> I'm from Ward 9. Bugs don't bother me. Uh, yeah. I yeah, can, we grew up. I can bugs. kill anything. But that's good. So look at that, Jess. We've learned something about you. We never yeah, would have learned had Missy exactly. not been on the podcast that you were chivalrous. And you came home to your damsel in distress and killed that water boat. <laughs> That's it. I have no that. idea what that just means. But. <laughs> well, I remember calling the exterminating company saying, "I, you're not doing your job. And they said, well, actually we are because we're flushing them out of the walls. And when they flush them out of the walls, then they'll die of the poison. I said, just let them be. Let them live in <laughs> well, the walls. Why, so I, I kind of see your point that's with where that. I was with if the mice. They, they can have a party all day long inside my walls. If I never have to see right. them, yeah. I, I'm fine with that. So, so we kill the we kill the mouse. Nice pitch back, Missy. So we kill the mouse, and you know we're thinking we're done because we had only seen one. Well, I didn't realize you know they come in packs apparently, and so. I put my avocados back out. I don't have to hide them anymore. Everybody's happy again because they're ripening, you know, on the counter. Come back in, big hole in the avocado again. I thought we'd kill that guy. There's more. Mm -hmm. So then I got the stickies and put them out. First night out, we got three. So, which is a little bit more because when you come in, they're alive. Now I got to kill them. You know, the mousetrap will just break their neck. But now oh, they're gosh. squeaking around, looking up at me, you know, just scratching on the thing. <laughs> and Lisa's like, I don't know, what are we going to do I'm now? Like, I'm not. I'm I said, not well, I'm pretty good up. at killing stuff. So I just took them and I put them in a bag, took them outside and then just, you know, killed them. And so I didn't have a problem with that. But now my question is, are there more? Because I, I thought about the poison, but I ain't crazy about that because I don't, I remembered that no, story. The poison, no good. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't want them dying in there. Then I got to smell them for whatever. You know? We're going to buy you, some more sticky things. I think we today. mean more sticky traps. And just keep hunting them until they don't. You got to just go all in. You got to eradicate the problem. You just keep setting the traps, looking at the tracks until. Well, I have kind of an obvious question. Where are they getting in, and can you just plug the hole? Well, I don't know. It is. It's up off the ground. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if this. It's not exactly the. You know, you're up when you're up off the ground, which is why we grew up with that over, you know, mom and dad's house. You know, we have an ice maker, so that's that could be that hole. We have the uh, um, cable vision. It, they drilled a hole in the floor for that. I mean, somebody was, Jay was saying, I mean, they just need this much space oh, yeah, to they, get. I if mean, you just have, they can make themselves really right. small. I mean, you, you got to, you got to take them out. And they're not, and you know, like I said, I'm not necessarily offended by them. I just don't, just, I can't share my food with you. And they poop everywhere. <laughs> I'm offended because they poop everywhere. Yeah, that's, that's rude. And I mean, just nasty. go poop somewhere. I mean, yeah. who just poops in the pan drawer? And you they know, carry where diseases. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't want them in my house. So, so we talked about, you, you mentioned the first, one of the things I want to talk about today on the podcast, because you guys, obviously, Lisa and I have been married, I guess about, so y'all got married in what year? 90. 90. And so we, and we got married in 84. I was fixing to say that. <laughs> what are you looking at me for? Like, I have that I tattoo I didn't even put it to the soul. test. <laughs> 30 years of bliss. All right. Well, first of all, this just, I hadn't planned on, I hadn't so planned convincing. on. convincing. <laughs> 
<laughs> I hadn't planned on this story, but I just it just struck me. So I've got to because Jay told the story about we've all told the story about that none of our in laws wanted us to marry our wives. Everybody was a, a hard no. On Should that. I not have said that? <laughs> it's in the book. It's well documented. <laughs> but so we've, we've made mention of that. None of our in-laws liked us at first. Or I, that's not true. They didn't want us to marry as young as we did. Correct. So, uh, but I want to tell the story about, so y'all got married and you're going to Hawaii for your honeymoon. Uh, we've never told that story on the podcast before. And now that Missy's here, I want to, I, I would I mean, love I to. I think I shared that. I don't I, think so. I had, you know, big dreams. <laughs> Let's go on a honeymoon to Hawaii and let's take 800 bucks to cover that. <laughs> now granted, this is 30 years ago and $800 may not have been, you know, as much. Well, y'all got married on August now. 10th. Mm-hmm. So I, but, I remember cause it was like a week before Jason's birthday, which, mm-hmm. which factors into the Six story. Days. I think we went through that $800 in about an hour. <laughs> I was embellishing for effect, but that's not enough money to go to Hawaii. You can't well, get out of the airport with 800 bucks. No. Okay. So I'll say, yeah, we, we did not plan well. So my dad flew us there on his frequent flyer miles. We didn't have to pay for that. I forgot about that. So I guess yes. he had, we had patched things up by then. Oh goodness. Yes. <laughs> he gave her to you. That's right. Well, no, he just didn't reason. stop it. I don't think he ever said, I'm okay with this. Oh, good grief. I just think he... He walked her down the aisle and gave her to you, so... But the last time I had seen him before that moment was that his his phrase was, absolutely not. The last time was a year and a half before we got married. Are you saying you never he saw never my came dad back. a year and a half? I saw him. He just never came back and said, oh, yeah, I'm fine with that now. He just... He just didn't say. It wasn't as much of him giving her away. He just kind of stepped back. That's it. <laughs> there was no reconciliation. I kept remembering the last time I said, well, we're going to do it anyway, with you or without you. There was never a moment where we got back together and said, you know what? I've thought about that. Let's go with it. That's why I was a little nervous about. Well, can you say that there is any bigger fan of you than my dad at oh, this point in your I in mean, your life? That's exactly. I We've agree. come a long there way. There is no bigger. Me. Me. But besides me, it's my dad. Oh, he loves in some Jace now. <laughs> We've come a long way. I mean, because you got to remember, we had three instances in consecutive moments that were all bad. First was me proposing to his daughter. That didn't go well. <laughs> Number two, he calls me and says, there's a storm coming. I was like, yep. Cause now I realize he does that every time. He's like, it's a hailstorm. You need to make sure you got all your vehicles in. I said, I just put them out. <laughs> he said, what? <laughs> I I said, what, are you, what are you talking about? I said, I just got the vehicles out there and I'm praying that they get hammered by hail <laughs> for the insurance. Which, which money. I totally get. Any good redneck is exactly said, what you do. He said, but it'll ding up your vehicle. I said, who cares? They'll pay you for that. <laughs> Who cares how it looks? That's free cash money. And he just got offended. He said, but you'll be driving around. Look at it like that. Yeah. His pristine cars are are very important to him. So he he doesn't understand why you would do that on purpose. So then the the third thing. The next one was I pulled my truck 
that I had bought for $1,500 was a great deal. <laughs> on Probably his, with hail damage. I parked in the driveway. He had driveway. At my house before, and we, he came before out. we were married. He said, hey, does your truck leak oil? And I thought, oh, he's recognized that, and he's going to give me a quick way to fix that. <laughs> I said, yes, it sure does. He said, do you mind moving it off my driveway? <laughs> That's true. I said, well, isn't that what the driveway's for? <laughs> <laughs> Not in suburbia. So, I mean, you know, didn't start well. <laughs> so. It was a culture shock. Everybody was saying how Phil and Kay were going to have this big culture shock but whenever we got married. And it was really my parents who yeah. had the culture shock, for sure. Well, to, to embrace the redneck mind takes a lot. So so tell us about So you get married. You're, was the next day you're flying to Hawaii? Mm -hmm. So to walk us through what happened, because there were there was a series of unfortunate events. Yes, so that, we well, get. No, it's really just one. Oh, well, there was. A, I got sick. That that led to yes. I, mean, me, I got strep throat. Yes, and he wouldn't let me call his mom. He wouldn't let me call anybody. Well, you can't call your mom three <laughs> days a, into marriage. I can That's if I'm a, like, I don't know what to do. It's an unwritten rule. And you, I also was not used to the fact that you do not like to take medication. You're like, nope, I'm just going to tough it out. Mm, I wonder where he gets that from. <sighs> I'm the son of a, of a guy who refuses to take any deadening <laughs> For any procedure. I mean, the man has had a root canal and his teeth extracted with no he had, deadening. He, he had like a some kind of thing cut out of his back, like cut out without any kind of yeah. anesthesia. Or he had a rod stuck in his eye. Yeah. And he, we stop at the eye doctor and the, the says, okay, I need to deaden this and we'll get it out. Feels like, no. Just get just, it out. Just, 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 we're all sitting there. I was like, I, I have to go outside. <laughs> and they pull this out of his eye while he's just sitting there. Uh, uh. <laughs> yes. I mean, so that was so. another thing is he's like, he don't, he, he didn't want to take any medication. Did it, you know, he just felt really bad. Wouldn't let me call anybody. So I spent two, I spent two nights, two days in a hotel room in Hawaii crying. Really? While you slept and ran fever, Cause it was sick. yes, because well, and I didn't know what to do, and I, I couldn't go out by myself. Hang on, let's take another break. So, ladies, another thing we talk about quite a bit on the podcast are couches and beds. Mm. It's it's amazing how many of our sponsors, and you guys know, because you fell in love with the Helix, right? Oh, yeah. Because we got our, our our houses are full of Helix mattresses. With a company Helix, they they also have a company that they created called Allform. And basically, they make sofas. And so they sent us one. Yeah, we have one. Yeah. I love it. Uh, and you're always, so it's got like a, what do you call it, the thing at the end? It's like the, is it the? A chaise. The chaise. Yeah. Uh -huh. So Lisa likes to lay down there, you know, mm -hmm. at the end of that thing. And so we're, we're doing our thing in the mm -hmm. living room. So we, we love it. And, and obviously, these people make super high quality products. Mm -hmm. And so we're, we're very big on Helix and also uh, on, on all form. So basically, if you want to try these guys out, they're going to give you 100 days to decide whether you want to keep it. But none of us have sent anything back. So uh, I, I it think survived you know. six grandkids. There you go. So it's also <laughs> it's a tough. really good couch. <laughs> so you get three months to try it out. Uh, Jace, you'll love this. They have a forever warranty. Forever warranty. <laughs> Eternity. Forever warranty. Sleeping on a helix in heaven. That's exactly right. So you go to allform.com slash unashamed. That's all form, one word, A L L F O R M dot com slash unashamed and you get 20% off. 
just for being our listener. So check these guys out. I promise you'll love the couch or the mattress. <clears throat> so the, but you also, you got to the airport, you're going to rent a car. That was before, mm-hmm. or I don't know if he's already well, said, what when, happened with that? Cause well, you, he's 20. How do you remember? I, you remember more yeah, about that's my true. family yeah. than story. Because I, 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 that's I'm what I to, do. I'm People are thinking, think oh, y'all discussed this earlier. I had no <laughs> idea this is what Al we're going to talk about. Al is a detail about. person. I'm a detail. He has so much useless information. No, no he's good to rent a car. We were both too young. That's right. You weren't. Neither one of you were 21. You were six days from being 21. Can you not get married when you're... 2018? No, no, no you, you can get married. You can't rent a car. Yeah. I was thinking, I didn't remember doing anything illegal. <laughs> we didn't. We couldn't. <laughs> yes, it was a it was a long, it was not what you would call Which your dream a, honeymoon. That, we get back literally six days, seven days later with the coins in my purse. We literally had coins in my purse that was left. So it's it not took the dream all honeymoon. the honeymoon. <laughs> no. It was the honeymoon from right. hell. <laughs> it, <was. laughs> it definitely was. There was no romantic, which I've already gone on record saying, you know, our first night was more like a biological experiment because we were Thank both virgins. <laughs> yeah. Well, babe, this is part of We've my We've talked speech. quite a bit about this what? in the podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's... Well, because <laughs> those were the earlier podcasts you've just tuned in late. <laughs> Because I go out and I share with young people that God's way is the best way, and it's okay to wait till you get married. So I can't do that without sharing our experience. Because then they all want to know, well, how was it the first night? But I got to be honest. I'm like, well, it was more like in a biological experiment. I'm we're looking around, oh, <laughs> trying to uh, figure out. I mean, let's really can we just yeah, we got. <laughs> You know, okay, so what you say is, you know, we have three kids, we have four now, we figured it out. That's what Jay said, so we figured it out. So moving on to, what's next on the agenda, Al? I'm pretty well just trying to survive this podcast. <laughs> well, I hope the audience is finding it as amusing as I am. So so basically, we were, Jason and I were in preaching school together when y'all were dating. It was the two years leading up to well, this. It was preaching school for you. It was a Bible study school for me. Because I it, thought I will never be a preacher. And, and we, it kept up my typing skills. That's right. Was, I typed all good. of And his then reports. I had to, Lisa wouldn't type for me because she's not, she doesn't like to well, type. Well, I, I typed, did. I typed a little bit. Missy might have typed some of I yours. I think I did, did actually. Some. But I think I skipped that class in school. <laughs> Every time it came to typing, I think I skipped. I actually, but Missy was like, I don't know. How many words a minute did you yeah, do? Oh, she was it, was, good. it was off the chart, but I think yeah. it was because of my piano playing days or oh, something. Yeah. But, so Missy but, yeah, typed some came for, easy. for me as well. And then Mariana Canales, remember I hired her to type oh, yeah. some of mm-hmm. so she was a, a good type. But so Jason and I were in school together the whole time y'all were dating. And so re- that was the year we graduated was when y'all got married. So mm-hmm. you were fresh out of preaching school, probably. And we were, they had already hired us as interns, but that's the reason we yeah. didn't have any money is because we were interns for a church. I mean, well, that, that is as low as you go. We came from no money. Well, we didn't have any money anyway. That's, right. I mean, that's why you're talking about your dad. He was like, I mean, what are your, I, I shared this earlier. He's like, what are your plans, you know, to make a living? I was like, not much. <laughs> Firewood, fishing, <laughs> crawl fishing. Some roofing. Make, it's a yeah. roofing. Okay. Like, Which I can kind of understand the idea. I was like, this this doesn't look like it's going to go very far. Yeah. You know, this well, is, it reminds me oh. of that. Whenever Phil said that on one of the Duck Dynasty episodes, you know, it's like, you can't live on love. You'll starve. 
We yeah. we we were not even in thinking that. Right. We'll figure it out along the way. And goodness, so many people do try to get everything in line and get their careers going and all of that and then they, you know, get married. For us, it just it worked out the other way. Yep. It was hard. It was yeah. not easy, especially that first year of marriage, you know, and uh, what's, you know, we, we've talked about that in speeches and, and in both of our books, but that first year of marriage was not fun, but no. it was God ordained and we cannot, right. we cannot say that there were some majorly awesome things that happened. It was just hard on our relationship. Yeah. And that's good. And that's <clears throat> good advice for folks listening. Cause we have a lot of young people listening to our podcast, people that aren't married yet. And we, we get that question a lot, you know, how do I, and then we get also a lot of questions from people that are in their first four or five years of marriage or having their first children. And they're like, this is so hard. And well, but there was a spiritual side of that. I mean, in my mind, I was like, I'm going to trust God and I'm going to work hard. I just figured that recipe would work out. Yeah. But I mean, I genuinely <laughs> believe that, but I mean, I did, it was a few times, you know, when I'm hitchhiking, it's, <laughs> You know, when we get back to one vehicle, it's like, <laughs> well, it's just not going. You know, everybody's like, oh, stay away from hitchhiking. No, if you need a ride, <laughs> that beats walking. Maybe not these days. Well, when you're when you're driving the uh, hail-damaged $1,500 trucks that are leaking oil in the driveway, mm-hmm. they have a t- tendency to maybe not work as, as consistently as what we're driving these days. Do you want to <laughs> tell them about the time you were, like, trying to open the door? And I was like... These doors don't open. I think that was in the dating process. Oh, that was. That was I had a to test. climb through the window. Yeah. Duke's just, hazard style. I just thought if she... It wasn't that, that sexy. Uh, it, I was at a moment where I thought, if she doesn't go through the window, this relationship is over. Because I thought... Yeah. How shallow can you be? <laughs> that's, well, that's I just thought if you were too embarrassed, because, you know, I didn't have a whole lot of things lined up, I thought... I'm in a vehicle that neither door will open. <laughs> so I thought that was a good test. But when you got in, I thought, okay, right. we're, 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 we're going along this schedule. You passed the first test. I mean, babe, I've been going on record well, saying I believe this. The only thing we have in common is Jesus, and that's enough. <laughs> yes, that's very true. We, do, we don't have a whole lot in common. That's well, true. Yeah. In Jace's defense, I will say, even though he talks a lot about a lot of things on the podcast, uh, he talks very highly about you, Missy, on the podcast, and, and we all do because we love our wives. Let's, let's take another break. So, Missy and Lisa, we spend a lot of time on this podcast talking about computers because, you know, Dad calls it computer land, you know, the Internet. <laughs> so we're always trying to, to explain things to him. And one of our sponsors uh, is a company called ExpressVPN, which do you know? Do you all know what that means? Virtual no protection network, maybe. I don't know. That was close. That was close. Uh, <laughs> virtual private network is okay. is what it is, and basically, it protects what you're doing online from other people being able to hack into your computer or to your phone and to get your information. Mm-hmm. The big thing now on the internet is that you know they get your information and then sell it to other people, mm-hmm. which is why you get all these calls and all this stuff. So basically, they're going to uh, encrypt your network data. That's what ExpressVPN does. And it could do up to five devices simultaneously. So basically, it can protect your whole family. Uh, they're rated number one on CNET and Wired, so it's a good company. Uh, if you want protection, if you want to hand over your data to big tech, 
or some of these, you know, far leftists that are after you, uh, defend your rights with VPN. So you go to expressvpn.com slash Phil, which I always find funny that Phil's name is always attached yeah. to uh, <laughs> expressvpn.com slash Phil. You're going to get your first three months for free. So check these guys out and uh, protect your network. So I, what I want to talk about a little bit was those early years of ministry, because we were all like we talked about before. Jace was I mean, he basically targeted everybody new in high school you know, to try to convert them. I and that was his thing, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. in school and coming out of school. He was, in fact, they didn't even really give Jace a, <clears throat> a title or a job as an intern. He was just kind of like, go win people, which was, yeah. you know, that's, I mean, he's, he's but got, most of the work happened from about dark to daylight. <laughs> that's right. And that was what was hard on our marriage. Sure. That was really difficult. Yeah. And I want to talk about that because mm-hmm. if you were, you and Lisa both, we were all doing it together, but at the same time, the style in which we did it was not always so so easy on marriage. Well, in a synopsis, what happened was because Jace and you at the same time decided to go work as an intern at the church, I had to drop out of college and go to work because we just got married. So somebody had to make a little bit more money than I think you're making $800 a month. That's not a lot. Even yeah. thirty years ago, that wasn't a lot. And so we were I, raking it in, and we spent our wad, and we spent our wad in Hawaii, which was eight hundred. <laughs> <laughs> that was our total, <laughs> complete financial net Arson worth. Month. That was a month's wages. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. It is. We took all we had. Eight hundred bucks, yeah, and wasted it in Hawaii. Yeah, I'm not recommended. I think Phil must have told the boys. You got to marry a girl who's willing to work and support you because that's what I think. That's what I realized. That's what I realized. But I went to work, so I worked during the day, and then literally two weeks, two weeks after we got married, a week after we got back from our honeymoon, his best friend, and you may have told this, but his best friend from high school, one of the guys that he had said, "This is the way I'm going. Follow me if you want to live like this. Otherwise, we're not going to have a relationship for a while." Blake. He came and knocked on the apartment door. It's like, I need to hear more about this. And it was almost what happened was, is it's unbelievable if, if you weren't there around to see it. So y'all can, you can attest to it. But from Blake to Rich to Jill to the, there was, I can almost tell you exactly between up to about 10 people, the order in which it happened of them just coming and knocking on our door and saying, so-and-so just said, they said they learned something that changed their life and I want to know what it is. Mm-hmm. And so because people worked, went to this, went to school during the day, it happened in our little apartment in the evenings. And right. then it would go on through the night. I would have to go to bed, get up and go to work the next morning. And because Jay stayed up all night studying, he would be sleeping during the day. Yep. And so it was, it just didn't work that first year and we were trying to get to know each other we were trying to figure out our roles and then also lack of sleep and just not spending a lot of time together however hundreds of people came to the lord out of our little apartment and it was looking back i think did i remember do i remember that correctly but it really was a phenomenon that god sent our way again wasn't the greatest thing for our marriage, but then maybe it was because we were really just studying with people and talking about Jesus and God blessed that. When you were being rooted 
and the idea of every, your the fruit was being born out of your life, even though it was difficult to do, which we've been studying in the book of Acts, and that's what I see in Acts. You know, every chapter is full of trouble, yes. and yet people are coming to Christ through the process, and even in the difficulties. What was interesting about sort of our partnership, and again, we didn't plan it this way, it's just that Jason and I, you know, went to school together, and, you know, we both had a passion to, for people, and y'all did too. And we were kind of, Lisa and I were there as sort of that we're four or five years older than y'all. So it was just old enough where then our role was more kind of discipleship, follow up. I mean, the same people you just mentioned lived with us mm-hmm. during periods of time. Yeah. We had Bible studies all the time going on. And and, and, well, and then we did all their wedding. I did all their weddings. Remember you know? we had the gospel 101 <laughs> class out in the um, back screened in area right. at our house. Right. Well, you were also my soundboard. As well, because I don't know if y'all remember, I was at your house multiple times crying oh, yeah. about our relationship yep. because a year or two in, oh yeah, I mean, I'm like, I'm so mad right now. <laughs> I'm so mad at him and I would go over and would just, you know, you're the older, older brother and yep. sister, five years older. That's, that's a lot, you know, when and by the way, we, we, we've done that with every every sibling yeah i mean can you believe that he is doing this or that you know and, and these things you were getting mad about it wasn't like i was you know going out there and <laughs> no it's just relationship or, yeah. challenges you were learning each other yeah. yeah. yes. you put it perfectly you were trying to figure out your own rhythm as a couple yes and yet there, you know look ministries is not easy either i mean you know helping people yeah. all the time very time consuming look these people were coming out of bad. Some of them were in bad situations. You're Very dragging bad. them out of bars. And I mean, look, we talked my, about my, it. My, <laughs> look, what we were doing, all of this was good. But I, at that stage of my life, was a little immature in thinking some of these people that just would not get their life right, I just refused. I thought, you know what? If you don't want to go to heaven with us, I'm carrying you. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I yeah. realized that was where I was making the mistake. Yeah. Which look, it my heart was right on it, mm-hmm. but just I learned that just some people just don't want to go. Right. And but, you're not gonna make. I mean, when I'm sitting outside of a bar in the middle of the night, thinking they said they weren't at this bar, and then here they come. I, I'm I've gone too far <laughs> down the road. You had to learn. How to they come out, back. and I'm like, hey. <laughs> Well, yeah. what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. I thought we buried this guy. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that was part of the problem was it just, you were, we were trying these, all these people. Were well, we need a little more balance and mm-hmm. we've learned yeah. that through the years. And I, and Lisa and I learned that the hard way too. Well, again, but when we're you truly, 21, 20 right. and 19. Yeah, we're very and young. <laughs> and yeah. Jace, in your defense, when you truly love somebody, these were your friends. Oh, they these were, were my people friends. you grew up with. You loved them. You didn't want to see yeah. them perish. So, I mean, I understand you know, you wanting to be out there and catching them and bringing them back. Oh, yeah. We did some things. Missy was on a couple of reconnaissance missions <laughs> with me. I mean, it, it just. Well, I just remember my memories of that era, you know, because I tend to kind of look more of the highlights as you look back is, you know, having house church and that house on Swiss Street or in our house, that big house we, we rented. And, you know, just having some really, really good times. And so, like, just yesterday, I'm doing communion at WFR and I look out there and I see Blake and Shannon, you know, and that was the first wedding I ever did. And now they, they will have been married 30 years. Yeah. I think this year or next year. And so I look back and I see that and it's just, it just gives me a good feeling to know mm-hmm. that we've walked alongside folks. Uh, let's take one last break. 
So this last segment, uh, <clears throat> see, this just went fast. I mean, you were so worried about it. We're already in the last segment of the podcast. <laughs> I'm uh, looking at your body language. I mean, you're just like. He's just like all tense. Like a like, pillar of salt. I didn't know this is what we were going to do. I, I'm, I mean, we're going down memory lane, bringing up challenges. Playing, playing the role of Phil today on the podcast will be Jace. That's <laughs> It sounds like something Dad would say. All right, where are we going to move on well, from memory lane and get to get to mind reader? <laughs> this is, all right. Well, the last the last segment I want to talk about is uh, is Mia and uh, and Mia Moo because we've obviously talked a lot about her and a lot about uh, the foundation and, and what you guys have done over the course of her life. Uh, uh, unbelievably, she'll be eighteen right on her next birthday. Yes, I mean that's, that's kind of why we're here today. Uh, Missy's we're we're fixing to leave today. She has her. I mean, they call it her last surgery, and you know this um, kids with with her condition, craniofacial cleft lip and palate type things. You know, the world doesn't realize, for the most part, that it's an uncorrectable situation. They just manage it yeah. as they grow because it doesn't grow correctly. So a lot of people, you know, they think in our medical world, oh, you have a problem, you go fix it. But it doesn't really work like that. And one of the things I've said before that Missy enlightened me on is that she's never gone six weeks of her life without some kind of checkup seeing a doctor. Which is amazing. Here she almost is almost 18 18 18, every six weeks. Right. So this is like the last surgery because she's quick growing. So they everything they've done, the twelve or thirteen or ten this, this is number thirteen. Thirteen surgeries and all the procedures, they're basically doing everything again on one last swoop because she stopped growing. So that's kind of what this is about and why we're together and so with Mia's condition, all cleft means is that there's a hole. There's a gaping hole. Yep. So every cleft child is different because the way that that hole was formed is different. So with Mia, it was a bit more severe than, than most children. So many children are just born with just the cleft lip. Well, that is more just one or two surgeries and you fix that up. But the palate, because it's surrounded by bone and tissue and cartilage and so many things it affects the nose where the nose doesn't have a shelf to rest on yeah. all of these different factors so as they grow it all changes well and, her and you gotta top, keep up with it yeah and her top jaw does not grow like her bottom jaw right. so in this <clears throat> procedure they're going to break both jaws move the top one forward because it it won't catch up with the bottom and they're breaking the but they bottom one, they which is do, fine. They couldn't do that until she quit growing to well, get they it. Well, it they, they, they did it before yeah. because all these things that, and I didn't mean to interrupt you, but they're, they're, they're affecting her breathing, her yeah. eating yeah. and her talking. Yeah. And especially even her talking we've noticed here lately because her bottom jaw yeah. is outrunning the top jaw, but I'll let you finish. It's very, it's, it's, it, there's just a huge difference. I mean, literally almost an inch difference. You know, like when the dentist says, you know, bite down, let's say your bite, hers is almost an inch completely right. different. And so yeah. um, in 2015, they did this surgery, but just did the top jaw to kind of move it forward. Right. And so I had to actually turn a little key and move it a few little, I wouldn't even say a centimeter, just tiny bits where those bone cells could catch up each day. We did that for three weeks. And to where we got the bite was oh. 
And that was hard, wasn't it? It was one of the most difficult things could, I've ever had to do in my do life. It. Yeah, I couldn't. I mean, Missy was. Because it's a, painful was for a, her. Was a painful warrior. for her. Just and, and Mia has a really high to- tolerance for pain. So, like, I have to really insist that she continue taking her pain medication until she leaves the hospital. Yeah. I mean, once we get out of the hospital, she, I know her now because she's 17. We've been through it so many times. She's good with a couple Advil. Right. And to most people, that's just like, what? But her, her pain tolerance is really high. Yeah. But, you know, and she's very determined. So when she knows when we have to do these things at home, she just gets in her position. She grabs her dog, she grabs her blanket, whatever it is. You know, Paula Godwin comes over. And she would bring a snow cone to kind of dead in that area and make it as fun as possible. So there's different techniques that we've used. But this surgery is like that previous one. But now that she has stopped growing, which is a good thing in terms of the cleft world, because now once we do this is why they're saying this could possibly be the very last surgery. Once they get this done, if all goes well, her bite will be where it needs to be. She'll be able to speak better. She'll be able to eat better. And it will change the whole entire lower half structure of her face. Right which is also going to bring an emotional factor to yeah. it because the doctor even said this last time, which he's never really given us any kind of um, ad- counseling advice. You know, he's just yeah. the doctor. But he looked her in the eye. We've had him since she was, goodness, three years old, same doctor. And he looked her in the eye and he said, this is going to change the way you look. And he said, it's going to affect girls. We've learned more yeah. than boys. Yeah. So he said, you have to talk to your parents about this, the way you're feeling, the way what's going through your mind, because you, he said, and mom, you have to listen. And if she gets quiet, if she disappears, this is completely a more of an emotional as well yeah. as a physical challenge. And so that's why with the Miami Fund, at first, I'm very practical. You tell me a job, I'm going to get it done. I'm going to check it off my list. But then we realized, oh, there's a lot of emotional component. Yeah. <laughs> and we, we need a support system. And you guys have walked so with a lot of that. families through that. And by the way, it's miamu.org yep. if mm-hmm. anybody wants to go and, and contribute to that. So I remember, I guess the last surgery that was sort of like this one was around 12 or 13 to my memory. But I remember that time she went just from this total change in the way she looked. Mm-hmm. I remember that first time, and she was whenever that was, mm-hmm. and it was, all, it was it was awful for us. Yeah, all of us, because <laughs> it did. felt like she just was. You know, she's yeah. the girl that grew up looking a certain way, and then all of a sudden she didn't. And so I can only imagine how that affects her because it right. affected us. It's it's kind of funny because you think, oh, that's the goal. So you're going to look different. You're going even with the very first surgery that she had at three months old, where they closed that gaping hole in the lip. It's like, okay, that's the goal. We want we want to get that done. But then we fall in love with that face for three months. And right. then and then they go in and they change her. Yeah. And that was yeah. really hard. Yeah. That was yeah. really hard for Jace too. Like, All of us. Yeah. He he said it took us, I don't know two hours to go down to the waiting room to even face all of you because we could not get ourselves together. Yeah. Jace and Jace kept saying, We screwed her up. We should have just yeah. left I was her like, alone. Bad call. I, <laughs> like terrible. We, so it I was, was like, just super We want to see the doctor now. We, he came out there. We're like, what are you doing? He said, What do you mean? She looks great. I was like, No. <laughs> she looks terrible. This was not what we signed <laughs> up for. So we we were not given a lot of information no. before each and every one of those surgeries. So what we've tried to do is being in that perspective, we want to give other parents 
the tools, the resources, the information, and yes, the 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 monetary help yeah. that they need in order to get through this. Well, I'll say you guys have been, and Mia too, have been great about that being, a, and it really kind of wraps up our whole discussion today because we started talking about how your marriage and family were rooted in ministry, and here we are all these years later now, 25 plus years later, and you're still rooted in that mm-hmm. same thing, to trying to help people. And that's what me and Moo does. Missy, show them your book. If you want to uh, read more about the story and kind of, because Missy chronicles it really well oh in the book. Yeah, there you go. Uh, bless, 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 which, t- which talks a lot about that. And, uh, and, yeah. and this was Mia's idea. I mean, I want to give her a lot of credit. She ha- She's handled this better than we have. And this is probably, I feel more inadequate because it's hard to raise kids already. I mean, I don't feel you know great it's about tough. yeah i mean I, i've made mistakes yeah. you know i right. mean my son my oldest son you know bought this thing called bitcoin at 200 dollars, and i was like you took all your money and bought something that you can't eat a coin you can't dig up <laughs> he's like yeah it's gonna go big i was like no so anyway that gets to eight thousand dollars <laughs> and i'm like you sell that now <laughs> and i made him sell that which well, now would have been now worth. at sixty thousand. <laughs> so I have to live with that every day, right. knowing that I'm an idiot. He's forgiving you. That's one. That's one good thing. But well, it's just, like the more it goes up, I'm more idiotic. You say what it you never is, goes away. Keep watching it, and then you're going to carve out some special inheritance for two hundred bucks. <laughs> but anyway, and I'm saying with Mia, it's it's you know it's tough to. Cause you, you know, you just feel inadequate. I mean, how do I handle all this? I mean, she's having to go through all this and it's just a tough situation. And so you have to rely on God's word and prayer. Yep. And, well, that's and, a, and us staying that's together. a good cue days. Cause that's, I wanted to close the podcast today in prayer, uh, first for the awesome. surgery this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for you guys and just the whole thing that this is hopefully going to well, be. And truly be the actually, last one. We, we've brought her down here. She's she's hanging out with your mom, Miss mm-hmm. Kay, right now. But, you know, in James, where it talks about uh, to show your faith, anoint the sick to be anointed with oil and pray over them by the elders. That's right. So after this, we're going to get you and your dad, since yeah. y'all are elders of our church, to come and pray over her before we head out. Awesome. That's James 5, by the way. Check that out because that's a, that's the, I mean, it says that there's healing and power in that and faith, mm-hmm. no doubt about it. So, well, uh, obviously we love you guys. We've been there every step of the way and we'll be there until, you know, until the Lord takes us home. So, and I don't know about the audience, but I've been thoroughly entertained uh, today by this <laughs> I'm podcast. I'm glad you enjoyed it, Al. <laughs> Watching Jay squirm was just worth the whole thing. I'm going to want to do this again. <laughs> We're doing it again. Yeah, there's no do doubt about it. Well, there's a bunch of stories we hadn't told that we'll That's have to right. get to. Well, let me have a prayer to close this. Father, we uh, love you. We're grateful for family and uh, just, you know, being able to be together through the years and support each other. And, you know, it is it is tough. This life is tough. And I know there's a lot of listeners out there that are going through tough times too. And I just pray for every one of them, that uh, you'll bless them with the sense of peace to know that they can find answers in you and in your word and uh, just, you know, to get through that season uh, and to trust you while they're doing it. Uh, I do pray, Father, for Mia. Uh, just pray for this surgery. Uh, I pray it truly is the last one, that uh, this will be the thing that finalizes um, all the issues that uh, she's dealt with her whole life uh, and done so admirably and, and, and with courage and just never seen a more courageous anybody uh the way she's dealt with this and so i pray a blessing on her i pray you uh, continue to grow her spiritually uh and i pray father that she continues and, and jason missy as well continue to help people and families through these difficult uh deals uh, with cleft palate and the other issues that they have 
We love you. Uh, we thank you for Jesus most of all in his name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to the Unashamed Podcast. Help us out by rating us on iTunes. And don't miss an episode by subscribing on YouTube. And be sure to click that little bell to get notified about new episodes. And for even more content that you won't get anywhere else, subscribe to Blaze TV at blazetv.com slash unashamed.